Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Reggie's Expressions. But before we get started, I need to tell you about how great this application called Anchor is. That's the application that I'm using to record this right now. This application is great because it allows you to be able to record a podcast and do all the things that you need in terms of editing in one place, all right? I used this application before, and not only did I have to record it, I had to download it from this thing and add it to this and add it. It was just too much. I found out about Anchor, and I realized how easy it was. They have all the creation tools and everything that you're going to need right from your phone. You can edit, you can add music, whatever you need directly from the application. Like I said, it's all in one place. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I can't reiterate that enough, all right? So all you guys got to do is go and download the Anchor app, either from your Google Play Store or your Apple Play Store or wherever you get your, your apps from on your phone. Or you can do it the traditional way by going to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, enjoy this episode. Thank you so much again. And don't forget, you can find us on Reggie's Expressions, and that's Reggie's underscore expressions on Instagram. Enjoy the episode. Good afternoon, guys. Hi. uh, This podcast was not scheduled or anything like that. I just wanted to take a moment and uh, record something regarding uh, Brianna Taylor. Um, I do want to let you guys know that I'm in my car. The audio is probably, well, the audio might be a little compromised um, just because of how it sounds. I am in my car on my Bluetooth. Um, And I just wanted to uh, talk with you guys a little bit because I feel like we do need a check-in so far. I mean, three quarters of this year is over and we've had a, we have had a hell of a lot that has happened, you know, since the beginning of it. And we are, you know, rightfully so exhausted um, in trying to figure out how we feel about everything and um yeah i um posted a facebook live on my facebook you know some of the sentiments and things that you're going to hear are going to be very similar to what is posted on there but i wanted to go more in detail um and uh i always say this as a disclaimer i'm not anybody that you know uh Uh, of importance in terms of, you know, a prominent, uh, what do you call it, writer or, you know, journalist or anything like that. I'm just trying, just like everybody else, to process how I feel. And um, I just listened to uh, 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 Charlamagne the God give um, Attorney uh, General uh, uh, Damon Cameron, Daniel Cameron, I think his name is, uh, in Kentucky, their attorney general, uh, donkey of the day, and all the people that were part of the grand jury, uh, with how, you know, they failed to, uh, come up with a conviction, uh, or indictment, that is, um, it's sadness, it is, you know, with great sadness, 
there's no other solutions really that we have to you know to go through other than to just go to the next step you know I, I, I've you know what happens here um, as I said on my Facebook is you know we take it up to the Supreme Court justice and you know hopefully um, you know justice is is somewhat served or or whatever you know continue to protest continue to send your conversations around voting but he also said one other thing that uh, that I thought was pretty poignant and I'm, I'm gonna try to try to remember it um, yeah we know voting um, is going to you know get these people out of office but the unfortunate situation is you know a lot of what's happening right now is happening on Democrats watch too so it isn't that either one is better than the other and I was stating that earlier you know that we have to try to get the candidate that best aligns with our you know our views and our values so that you know we can have people better apt to take care of us rather than take care of their own agenda because that's what it feels like um but i i you know it's a great deal of sadness i'm not gonna say i'm numb because that would imply that i'm just at a point where i don't want to do anything i still want to you know speak out i still want to say brianna taylor's name i still want to I still want her to, you know, I still want justice to be given to her um, because we've seen in so many instances where, you know, black women, you know, when it comes to this justice system are thrown away, you know, so easily. Um, and it's not it's it, fair is the word that I was thinking, but that's to me, that's really too trivial. It's just it's exhausting and. Uh, angering and all the emotions that you can think of because it shouldn't be that way we want a world of just you know imbalance and you know uh, liberty for all but you know as we all know as black people the system wasn't created for us to thrive in the way that 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 we have so far and you know for us to continue to thrive and I don't I don't know what it's going to take for us to be able to get past all of this. Um, you know, where black people can feel safe and feel free, you know, um, because I know dang going well, I don't feel free. You know, I don't feel like I can freely be myself and exist in this world without being judged and prosecuted. And, you know, I can't also be free of not be free of being concerned about you know someone else trying to you know trying to you know do I've said this before um you know at any given time you know six foot you know black male uh black hair brown eyes I fit that description at any given time you know and it's 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 really fearful so you know um prayer is really the only thing that that um you know that I, I have at this moment but even sometimes that feels like 
you know, who am I praying to? Because even though I'm praying for things to happen, and this is just my own views, y'all. So, you know, I'm praying for things to happen and yet nothing's happening. You know, it's, it's frustrating that, you know, we as people would struggle as much as we do. You know, and I know my, my, my family members are some of the most praying people out there. And, you know, it just seems, it just seems, um, I don't know. It just seems crazy that, you know, all this praying and praying and praying and, you know, nothing's changing, you know, because God will give you the desires of your heart if you ask him for it. Right. Or at least that's what I was taught. Maybe that lesson was misinterpreted incorrectly. Who knows? But, um, I know there are a lot of people like me who, who are definitely questioning, you know, you know, religion at this point, you know, I definitely believe in a higher power. I do for sure. I was, um, and I, I, I believe in, in the existence of a higher power, but in terms of how it exists in, in, in the Bible and the stories that we were told and, you know, just some of the things that I've had, I feel like I have accomplished more by just, you know, believing in the universe, you know, and believing in, you know, praying to the, you know, the higher power as opposed to, you know, God specifically. So, but I'm just at this point trying to figure out, you know, decipher my own feelings because it's, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot, but, you know, um, um, my reasoning obviously is for Brianna Taylor. Some of the things that we do know, and I'm not gonna, I might miss some things is, um, right now her family is requesting that the, they get the transcripts from the grand, uh, uh, jury, which I, it's going to be a battle within itself. I know it's not going to be easily given. Um, we have, um, Daniel Cameron, uh, being married to Mitch McConnell's, uh, granddaughter. Um, so that is an interesting, um, tale there. Um, the cops were, uh, one cop was indicted for, uh, the wonton endangerment, which basically is where the bullets that didn't hit Brianna and went into other apartments are, you know, is what he's being, you know, charged for. The other two cops were not charged in other, you know, in the, in anything regarding Breonna Taylor's murder. So that's why you're hearing things that, you know, justice wasn't served because, you know, the officer was only charged for not even the murder of, uh, you know, Breonna Taylor, but the, you know, the bullets that didn't hit her, you know, um, and with all the evidence that we have in terms of, you know, her not being a part of, um, you know, the, the drug ring, um, the postmaster initially saying that she was receiving packages at her, at her house was found to be not true. Um, she was not involved in the drug, uh, you know, the drug ring or whatever they were calling it. She... Uh, her her boyfriend did not hear them say or announce themselves. Uh, the about twelve or thirteen other neighbors said that they didn't hear other people uh, saying that um, you know other people saying that they didn't hear the police identify themselves. The one guy that did say he he said it actually recanted 
his uh, original statement um, that he did not hear them. And um, I mean, the fact that ultimately the fact that she is dead because of this raid and there was no drugs found in the house, you know, um, there was just no there was just a lot of catastrophic failures that happened you know at the hands of law enforcement and um you know it's it's just not it's just not a um it's not cool um for lack of a better word now i also want to make sure that i take the time to point out uh ben crump i know a lot of people are coming down on him ben crump is not a criminal uh attorney he uh assists in you know helping you know the family you know get the financial um uh payout that they do or that they should and he also speaks on their behalf in terms of you know the injustices that they see because he is an attorney but he's not the one that is responsible for you know trying her case or you know representing her you know uh there's a defense uh, attorney who does that his name is sam uh Aguilar and um, you know with all the information that they presented it seemed like it would be something that you know uh, it was a a, a, a surefire case um, it wasn't and unfortunately um, you know the other powers that be got involved in you know uh, obstructed justice pretty much um, but um yeah it's it's i just it frustrates me when i see these narratives these incorrect narratives go on and that people are continuing to you know perpetuate these narratives by sharing and uh putting these things out there that makes no sense and has nothing to do with anything and you know i i just hate seeing my people co-signing um you know stuff that that really has no validity in it you know and I, I i would love for us to get to a point but you know i can understand why my people are that way but i would love for us to get to a point where we do have to we have to vet the information that we're getting and we also have to you know it's hard because the system has shown us that time and time again even when we comply and do all these other things um it's not designed for us, but, you know, we do have to, you know, in some way, tr- shape or form, trust the people that, you know, are, are entrusted to um, trusted to help us. So we're the people that, you know, feel compelled to, to help. And that would be like the Ben Crumps and, the, you know, uh, the the uh, activists like uh, Tarika, uh, Tarika, Tamika Mallory and, 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 and all the activists that have been, you know, vocal about the injustices and down on the ground, you know, um, I'm not going to even get into the conversation about, uh, you know, protesters, you know, peaceful protesting and activists and all that stuff, because honestly, those are just buzzwords and triggers because it creates this whole argument about, you know, protesting peacefully. But to be honest, I mean, what you're seeing is exactly what should happen when people are tired of, the injustice that happens um, on the backs of black people so often, you know, 
and we're not even discussing the whole idea of you know systematic i mean we are uh you know in a very macro overview that this is a gross um you know uh show of you know uh institutionalized racism um which is what the system was designed to do but you know it really is it's exhausting to you know um it's exhausting to to hope that something is done and you know and it and it doesn't you know um a lot of people feel uh you know disjointed they feel upset they feel angry you know again all rightfully so but you know at any given time you know that this system has showed us time and time again that it doesn't care about our black skin and that black people are um are second class citizens and that's just the bottom line um my intention for this uh uh podcast was to invite um a young lady that i was on uh facebook live and i still may get the opportunity you know because i reached out to her so this may be a completely different podcast (laughs) you know once i rework it but i just wanted to you know see what my you know my black women feel like you know how do you feel about this you know what you've heard what you've seen so far because I mean, I, I can understand feeling unprotected. You know, me as a black man, um, I definitely felt that. I can definitely, you know, uh, probably, you know, uh, discern or even say that women, you know, black women probably feel the same way. And they probably felt it a lot longer than than um, than I have. And, um, you know, I wanted to have a conversation to kind of, you know, um, check in but i think what's happening is a lot of us are still trying to process what's going on or what happened you know a lot of us don't know still what happened and why it happened and uh the reason it happened you know so that's that's gonna that's gonna take some time for us to kind of get um get through and uh we just have to be patient and um my 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 hope for us you know, as a people, um, is that we can find a way to be able to push past being uncomfortable. Because a lot of times what happens, and, you know, this is just based on, you know, my experience with some of the people that I communicate with, is that we, once we get to that point where we're angry, we stop, you know, because we don't want to act out or we don't want to you know, be belligerent or call these other things that will undermine our, our reason for being angry. But sometimes it's okay, you know, especially when you're around people that love you, it's okay to have that frustration because I'm with you, you know, I am just as angry as you are. Um, and um, it's, it's, it's warranted, you know, let's not deny ourselves uh, that outlet of being able to go there without you know go there you know without fear because we can you know i want to try to create a safe space for us to be able to just communicate um unapologetically and you know not have 
any judgment or, or, or any fear, you know, which we sometimes have when, you know, especially when we are taught messages of, you know, when we we're younger, don't be, you know, don't be too angry, don't be too big, don't be too black, you know, be smart, sound, you know, uh, say this, say that, you know, all these mixed messages as being a black person, how we're taught to, you know, dim ourselves, you know, to, in order to not appear bigger than what we are, um, you know, it's confusing sometimes, and I want us to be able to get past that, and I know it takes a, you know, it may take some of us, you know, years of therapy, it may take some of us, um, you know, um, you know, just that one moment that pushes us past the point of recognition. But, you know, at this point, I don't think any of us should be held accountable for, you know, lashing out at this point, because there's a lot of things that that has happened that has made us realize that, you know, our lives are never going to be as important as important as we think our lives should be. You know, Charlemagne said, even the, you know, it starts with, you know, we talk about civil rights, he said, but it starts with, you know, in order for our civil rights to be looked at, the people who are offending us have to treat us like humans. And that basic part is not even happening. Like when he said that, that was impactful. I was like, you know what? That's right. You know, we 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 start in a conversation talking about civil rights and they've been violated. Absolutely. They have. But they were violated because this person, they think that we're subhuman and they think that we don't deserve to be here. They were conditioned to believe that, you know. Um, one of my favorite shows that I watch, uh, is called, uh, Dear White People, which is, you know, season three kind of lost me the last few episodes. I was really kind of frustrated with that whole situation, but nonetheless, there is, uh, uh, in season two, episode eight, where Sam and, uh, damn, I forget that book, Gabe, Sam and Gabe. Uh, are fighting or arguing and you know they both have monologues about um him interviewing her for his documentary and um they basically hash it out because they both sam knows that he's trying to paint her and paint her in a picture for being a part of you know whatever she was a part of and there was a uh, long story long sh- long and short of it what i'm trying to say is there was this term that came up that's called and you guys can look it up it's called epigenetics and it's e-p-i-g-e-n-e-t-i-c-s epigenetics and that basically um talks about um uh dna um you know uh suffering being in black people's dna I'm going to pull it up. Um, so there's going to be some um, some words in here that, you know, I, I'll have to kind of get through. But it's the study of an it's the study of uh, heritable uh, phenotypes changes uh, that do not involve alterations in the uh, DNA sequence. Um, basically. It involves uh, changes that affect gene activity and expression, but also a term to be used to describe any heritable phenotype changes. Such effects on a cellular and uh, physical, physiologic 
phenotypic typic phenotypic traits are a result of external or internal or external or environmental factors um, or the part of normal development um, the term is also referred to the changes themselves blah 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 it kind of goes into um, the explanation I mean it's, it's just a lot of words <laughs> to basically say that you know black people in America um, you know de- struggling and surviving you know uh, being slaves and you know uh, the struggle that we went through is literally in our DNA you know we even though we don't have that struggle now being a part of slavery and all the you know traumatic stuff that is that happened then it is woven into our dna that it causes us to react to environmental um situations in the way that we do you know um we were built to 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 not necessarily struggle but to survive the struggle you know because of of you know our ancestors you know and uh sounds really confusing sounds like a lot of words to say you know something simple but it is literally in our dna you know and we we that's just something that you know that means that we're gonna continue to fight the fight regardless of whatever the circumstances may be whether it's in our you know favor or not or you know whatever we're going to have that innate feeling to fight no matter what and um you know it is what it is you know those those things it's gonna happen but one day i think a lot of us black people you know uh believe that we're gonna get to a point where we are going to be treated you know like everybody else and that's a first class citizen so um but uh I know I'm all over the place, y'all. I, I am. And it's kind of hard to kind of, you know, stay focused in one particular thing because it's all interwoven, you know. It's all a part of the system that keeps us down, you know. And um, it's frustrating. It really is. It's very, very frustrating. Um that it still exists on this level um, for us. Um, the person behind in front of me didn't go. I'm just riding around. I ain't got. I don't have anything. Y'all think I got unlimited gas? To be honest, I must think that I still my brain because I'm just driving. My intention was to go to like a men's warehouse or whatever the case may be to go look at some clothes. And then I'm guilt tripping myself and saying, no, you don't need no freaking clothes because where are you going to wear it? And then, you know, part of it is like, oh, you're scared to try something on because you don't know how it's going to fit. And I don't want to order online because I'm heavier now. And it's not that at one point I don't want to buy clothes. And I know I'm off on a tangent, so I apologize. At one point, I didn't want to buy clothes because it was like, fuck, I don't want to accept the fact that I'm bigger. And that's not going to motivate me to want to lose weight. Fuck that. Right now, I'm at a point where I want to, I do still want to lose weight, and I'm going to do my best to make that happen, right? But I also want clothes that um, that make me look good, you know? I want to wear something that's going to make me feel confident. And a lot of times, 
you know, for me, because of my, you know, shame when it comes to my weight, I'm looking for comfort. Like, I just want it to fucking fit, you know, and I, I want something to be a little bit more stylish. I want to be able to walk out of my house, you know, with something that's going to be like, like, damn, you know, like people see me, you know, I'm not just another, you know, round oval shaped man, but that's no here nor there. That ain't got nothing to do with what we're talking about, but that's what my intention was. So I need, I need somebody to, to roll with me one of these days and start getting me some clothes because, um, your boy is, uh, I have a thousand pair of shoes, you know, I got a lot of shoes and, and I, I could, you know, dress up for days, but your boy is, is tied, you know, <laughs> straight up tied because <sighs> I want to, I want to look good. That's the that's the intent. I think I'm a good looking man. I just think that, you know, I need to learn how to dress for the weight that I am now. And then the rest will come. So, um and we ain't gonna talk about society's whole idea behind, you know, you know, what's healthy and what's not, and you know, being unhealthy because you're fat and all this other stuff, like blah blah blah. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Fuck that. <laughs> um but, uh, yeah, so the next step, um, you know, a lot of us are grieving, um, you know, because, well, I wouldn't say grieving. I mean, we're still grieving her death, yes, but I think that what has happened is we're frustrated, you know, that's the next emotion that it happened again, you know, um, and, um, that's a lot to take on. There's no explanation for that other than it was just a gross mishandle of power, I think, on the Eternal General uh, Cameron's uh, part. Um, and, you know, a, you know, eye-opening, um, you know, uh, situation of, you know, the experience of black people and why we feel the way that we do. Um I know if I had to kind of put in put in what my wish is for the world, because at this point it is a wish. It's, <laughs> I mean, because everything else is giving me a reason to not think that it's going to be taken seriously, is that I wish that number one, um, you know, black people, you know, can be compensated for uh, slavery, you know. Uh, Holocaust survivors get, you know, they get um, paid, you know, for them, you know, being survivors, you know, um, every other, you know, even the Japanese uh, uh, people that were put in internment camps, um, you know, back in the day, you know, they also have been compensated in some way, shape or form, but America hasn't even done the simple job of apologizing for slavery um that alone talking about reparations and uh you know doing that it gives us an opportunity to have generational wealth you know it's not even just the idea of you know being able to just be balling out of control you know just being able to pass that money down onto our kids so we don't have the financial hardships that we have in terms of just you know getting the basic necessities um you know food water room and board you know um all of that, you know, not just working to maintain, working and actually getting, you know, uh, getting, you know, being able to get out of the situation that they're in, maintaining it, 
and then passing that down to their 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 kids that's one of the reasons why i don't want to have children like my parents they struggle they struggled when i was younger you know i mean i don't remember too many days of being hungry but i do remember there were days where i had to wear hand-me-downs you know what i'm saying um because they didn't have the money and the money that they had you know were for different reasons because of whatever so that's that's one of the reasons why i don't want to have kids the other reason is you know for selfish reasons i just want to keep my um keep my freedom a little bit more you know not saying that some people have you know amazing freedom as kids but i know my circle when it comes to you know having a care plan doesn't necessarily exist because it's me and carlos that's it you know um my sister lives in currently texas you know i don't have any other family members people would be willing to help but i mean obviously if we go have kids it's our responsibility so that would be something that we would need to have a plan in place you know so we're not there yet and you know quite frankly i don't think we're gonna ever be there because I, I i at this point i'm 39 years old and then i kind of let let go of the idea of having kids so there's that i would love another wish that i would have is that you know at the very core of it that black people feel protected in this world you know they're not being judged by the the color of their skin um or you know the sounding of their names or you know the the way they wear their hair which is what's happening right now um you know i i hope that in corporate america we can incorporate laws that will you know uh you know allow us to be able to reform you know how we coach and process you know people out you know um and we have a fair and weighted and balanced system in terms of you know um whether black people are being picked on but you know more than their white counterparts you know um you know i'm not asking for you know our goals and things to be adjusted and we have it easier you know i'm just looking at our experiences to be looked at you know with a different lens and i don't even know how to put that in place or even i'm still trying to figure out how to verbalize it you know but what i want you know for us to be taken seriously um and um you know in the world i also want that to happen um in uh in corporate america because there's a lot of microaggressions that black people have to go through you know being gaslit every day you know um being expected to handle um unrealistic uh um you know goals thrown at us and you know then when we go to you know try to move up it's like oh well why you know uh or we're scrutinized and you know that one absence that we had you know is the defining factor of why we didn't get promoted like you know it's it's just things like that and you know very simple when it comes to us being sick we being sick you know like there's no scrutiny behind it. are you really sick though you know um i want us to also i wish that we would also have you know equal access uh to schools and health care better schools better health care you know money isn't uh divided up to you know the constituents you know the amount of money that is brought in that area i want it to be taken care of more evenly i want you know schools that are considered charter schools or in rough areas to be pushed uh and 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 pushed to the level of 
what you know the you know other schools and other you know greater and better um neighborhoods have um and access to health care you know um and it not cost us an arm and a leg you know us deciding on if we want to go to the emergency room or if we decide that we want to you know live you know uh, or go to the doctor so we can pay you know the for the basic necessities um i want black people to be believed when it comes to you know their experience whether it's medically or just for the basic you know believe in us when we say that there's a problem um not just giving us the third degree and saying ah you might be in your own head you know um and i feel like it's going to take more of a discussion for us to be able to get to that point um you know it's going to take us a lot it's going to take a lot for us to get there and um you know it's going to obviously take you know every bullet point that i have is going to take a lot more time to kind of delve in and actually figure out how to make systems you know to make our system make these things work it's going to take a lot of time and uh you know i don't want to be naive to think that you know what i'm saying is you know going to be um going to be um the case so um but uh <sighs> I'm going to go ahead and end it here, guys. Um, you know, hopefully I can get in touch with the young lady. But I just wanted to, uh, you know, speak my piece. And, you know, the overall thing is that we're we're sad that, that this happened. I can tell you that I am not uh, surprised. Um, and that it's not coming from being sinister about the process this is the way the system was designed and the system is working the way that it should and we need to abolish that system that's just the bottom line because people are going to continue to die in this way i mean it's even starting to affect you know before i let you go there's something else that popped up in my head did you guys hear about that guy it was a young guy i think it was in texas that killed this 30 year old woman um because her dog was running after him or not running after him was running towards him and he ended up shooting and killing her did y'all hear about that this happened like a week or two ago um and for those of you who are talking about well see that's what happened you know fuck it you know you have the opportunity to choose your media source okay so don't be putting it all on the media trying to say that they're trying to bury the story because she's white. Fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? I knew about the story because I just happened to go out and search beyond, you know, what I see from on Facebook and, you know, go and look at other news organizations to find out what happens. You know, not just, you know, what I see, you know, from an article on Facebook. You know, no disrespect to anybody to get your news from Facebook. But I will tell you that sometimes getting your news on Facebook can be a little slanted, and that's just straight up honest truth. So, anyway. Um, but yeah, you know, these things these things are starting to happen more because these cops are, are, are unequipped to handle, you know, what's going on. To assess the situation and say, 
you know, um, hold on, uh, shooting his gun might be an excessive use of force for a woman who is unarmed with a dog who just happens to be running towards me, you know, so whatever. Um, but yeah, that, that was something that I saw and I thought that it was just as crazy as anything else. And it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what's going to happen. And, you know, if this gentleman is going to be brought to justice, I don't, I don't even know the specifics about the cases. I don't read too much about it, but I just wrote the byline that, and I saw the, the video and it is, it is disheartening nonetheless. So, but all right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day. Um, thank you for taking the time to listen. Um, yeah, if you haven't already, please go and subscribe. I am now on Amazon podcast. You can search Reggie's and that's R E G G E E apostrophe S expressions with an S on the end spelled the normal way. So go out and subscribe and listen to all the episodes. I have episodes, uh, or season, ep- uh, season one and season two up for your liking and for your listening. And let me know what you think. Um, It would be greatly appreciated. Um, And I've had, you know, some minor successes here and there, um, which I appreciate. You know, you guys sharing and commenting and all that other stuff. So thank you. Um, But let's continue it and see if we can, you know, get this thing out there. Um, So uh, I appreciate each and every one of you. I love you all. And um, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the rest of your day. This has been another episode of Reggie's Expressions.